my heart. And in the past, on Mother's Days, many times I've asked Melinda to speak. Since we've been in Summit, um, she's been so busy with school and children's church and other things that she, she just couldn't do it. And so I'm thankful that today she's able to uh, share what the Lord laid on her heart. And I know that it's going to bless you. And so I just want you to give her a good Summit welcome and let, let, let her know how much that we love and appreciate Melinda today. Hello. <laughs> now you guys all know I'm much more comfortable in front of kids and, uh, than I am with this. And so I uh, just pray that I'll just deliver and be focused on what the Lord has for you to hear today. Because I really believe that the Lord has laid this on my heart. And the title of this is The Fear of the Lord. We're all familiar with uh, Isaiah 41.10 where it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We're all very aware of that kind of fear, but that's not the fear we're going to talk about today. God's always there for us, but the kind of fear we're going to talk about is not of being scared kind of fear where we need help. It's a, the, what we're going to talk about today is a fear that propels us forward into the blessings of God. And so this is not only for women, it's for men and for children, teenagers, everybody of any age, because God has a heart to bless his people. Uh, I'm going to be flipping around in Proverbs today, if you want to turn to Proverbs. Going to be there quite a bit, and, um, and also in Psalms 128. But I'm going to start out in Proverbs 31. Because our focus today mainly is thanking God for the women in our lives. Those women that fear the Lord and cast God's vision into the next generation. We may not realize that we're doing it, but when we speak the blessings of God, when we act out those blessings of God on our children and into our families, we are casting it into the next generation um, that will go forth. And so today, we're here to say thank you. To the moms for all that you do, all that you are. We're here to say I love you, and we're here to acknowledge and appreciate the place that you hold in our hearts and our lives. Proverbs 31.30 says, But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Well, what does it mean to fear the Lord? The Bible is our source, and so today I want to go to God's word to see what God says about it. So I'm going to uh, flip over to Proverbs 9 and 10, where it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. King Solomon, the wisest man that has ever lived, said those words, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So this is a baseline. That means you can only go up from there, right? Proverbs 4, and 7, Proverbs 4 and 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. So just in those few verses, the fear of the Lord is both wisdom and understanding. This is something that helps us and does not hinder us like those unhealthy fears of spiders, change, horror movies, those kind of things that we don't like. Uh, and maybe that 
could be even, you know, something that goes along with you from a lifetime. As I was um, thinking about this, I, for about 10 years, I was scared of elevators. And, you know, that's nothing that can really harm you or anything. But when I was a child, uh, my grandmother um, broke her hip. And so we went to the hospital to visit her. And um, leaving the hospital, the elevator stopped. And the bell starts ding, 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 going off crazily and loud. And I'm in this elevator with my mother and my sister, just the three of us. And my mom is like slowly going down the wall to the floor in the corner. (laughs) And my sister's crying out. And I'm just standing there. And so this fear gripped me. And for about 10 years, uh, anytime I had to go someplace where there was an elevator, I mean, I, if I knew I was going to have to go in the elevator, I mean, I was praying, God, help me make it through the elevator. <laughs> and it was something very real. It was a fear. But that's an unhealthy fear because sometimes, to be honest, I took the stairs. And that's probably a good healthy thing to do that. But, uh, but it was that fear that controlled me until I really started picking up God's word and finding out something more than that and not let that hinder me from doing what I needed to do. The fear of the Lord we're talking about today is a deep respect for God and the things of God. It is a reverence for him because he is holy. He is not man. He is not like us. He is a holy God. It is an awe for his power as we see in the Bible how his power, his hand stretches out in that power to heal to restore, to reconcile, and so many more, so much more. But it's also a discipline to submit to his authority above our own opinions. And for a lot of us in at different times, that's even harder to do, to fear the Lord when we want to do what we want to do and what we think is right. But lining our life up with the word of God is that discipline I'm talking about today. This fear of the Lord leads us to love God and want to be obedient out of that love. This fear of the Lord is for our benefit. It helps us and it keeps us safe all the days of our life. It's what our children see. It's what our neighbors see when they see our lives lining up with the word of God and us walking in that. Proverbs 4, 5 and 7 if you want to turn there, this is a couple verses here. It says to get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget to turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all you're getting, get understanding. God is challenging us us to seek after wisdom. He says to get wisdom, and that wisdom only comes from the Lord. It's all in all you're getting, he says also to get understanding. Understanding is an insight. It's empathetic toward others. Extends grace. It's discernment. And it's necessary for wisdom. My second point of the fear of the Lord is also in Proverbs 1-7. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So the fear of the Lord begins with wisdom. And number two, also begins with knowledge. So let's look at knowledge for a minute. 
Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. We think about knowledge as understanding, but knowledge and understanding is two different things. We can know something, but to understand the ins and outs of that goes a step beyond that. Knowledge is having a relationship with God so that we trust him and not our own understanding. When we acknowledge what God knows and that that's more than what we know, whichever way we go, when we trust him and are obedient to his direction, he promises to direct us right in every situation. These are the benefits from fearing the Lord. In Psalms 128, if you want to turn with me there, this is a, just six verses about benefits from the Lord. These are the blessings of those who fear the Lord. Verse 1 says, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. Do you notice it said everyone? Now we're, we're going to figure uh, here in this in a few minutes about really who the heart of that is. But he says everyone, men, women, children, Everyone who fears the Lord and who walks in his ways is blessed. In verse 2, it tells us that we're happy. Verse 2 says, when you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy and it shall be well with you. God has happiness for you. Verse 3 talks about the heart of the home. The heart is where the love is. And it says, your wife shall be a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. She brings the fear of God into your home. Remember that the fear of God leads us to loving him and wanting to be obedient out of that love. Verse 3 also tells us that there is peace. It says, your children will be like olive plants. Olive is a symbol of peace. There's going to be peace in your house. That's what God promises. Verse 5, it's going to say that your husband will be blessed. It says, behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. And then in verse 5, it says, the Lord bless you out of Zion. And may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. So there is blessing. And not only does that fear of the Lord bring it uh, because of the wife, but also to the husband. The Lord, the fear of the Lord brings a blessing to both of you and to all of your family. Can you see God's heart? Can you see his vision that he has for your life? Can you feel just a hope rising up with you? That you can be what God is calling you to be. He's given you all of the things that you need to do that if you will fear the Lord. Back in Proverbs 31, I was looking at verses 10 through 28, and that's kind of lengthy. And so I just kind of shortened it to tell you what I got from those verses that maybe you can uh, read later. This is that Proverbs 31 woman that everybody talks about. And if there's probably one... Uh, section of the Bible that women know it's Proverbs 31. This is our goal in life is to be a Proverbs 31 women, woman. Number one, it talks about she's trustworthy. She does good and not evil 
She has much effort in many ways in their life. She has empathy for others. She gives to the poor and the needy. She is honored by all. And she speaks with wisdom and kindness. Now, I kind of shortened at the six points, but there's quite a few verses there, like 18 verses that give you more details. And it seems like that's pretty big pants to fill. <laughs> it's, I was thinking, okay, it's time girls to get on your big boy pants and pull them up, you know, here. <laughs> uh, but we don't have to worry about this. Because remember back in Proverbs 3 and 5, it said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Ladies, God is everything you knew to do this thing called life. According to those verses, when you are wifing, just fear the Lord. When you are mothering, fear the Lord. When you are working, fear the Lord. When you are disciplining your children, fear the Lord. When you're caring for others, fear the Lord. So we all get the idea of that is that we should do what? Yes, fear the Lord. And it doesn't matter whether you're married or you're single. When you start fearing the Lord and letting him guide that, even as a, a single person, God will direct your paths. When you choose to serve the Lord, when you're married, it's not always easy. There's life that uh, people like to say, you know, life gets in the way because life is life. And sometimes life is hard. Sometimes life uh, makes things hard for us. And um, I remember uh, one particular incident when Mitch was about three years old and Michelle was a newborn and uh, I usually did pretty good taking care of my kids and I remember this one night very I don't know sometime in the middle of the night there was a storm going and and uh, Mitch got up and came to our bed and said mom it's raining in my room and, and I, anyway, I said, oh, honey, you're just dreaming. Go back to bed. It's just a dream. It'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, I, and I'll be honest, this is the first time I never, that I ever did not take a child back to bed or go in their room and get in bed with them or something. First time I ever did it. Sent him back to bed. Well, I got up at 6 o'clock the next morning to get ready for work, and so I went to check on him first, and he is laying in a soaking wet bed with sheetrock, <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> Talk about a mom fail. This was it. <laughs> and, but he was sleeping away. He did exactly what I told him. Sorry, Mitch. I seem to do things to him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his bedroom was on the back side of our fireplace and the storm had pulled up the flashing and it literally had poured into his room the, I mean, the sheetrock was all in the floor and on his bed and it was soaked and talk about you know that mom fell at that moment and but it made me a better mom because never again I don't care how tired I was how late it was, never again did I not go take my child back to bed or go see about them. It made me a better mom. And, you know, and we take those things because that's the vision God has for us to get better. Maybe you're not there yet today. I wasn't there yet that night. 
And I still fail at some things. But you know what? God has a better plan. He has a better plan for us. But he also has a better plan for you men. God has called you also to fear the Lord with your wife. That Psalms 128 started out, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. God is calling you also to fear the Lord. He's calling you as the husband, as the head of your house, to fear the Lord. He's also calling you to be happy with the gift that God has given you and to encourage your wife in all of her endeavors, encourage your children. He's calling you to bless your wife, even when you don't feel like it, to bless your wife, to speak blessing into her, to be thankful and honor her as she watches over your household. Because that's what God has called her to do, according to Proverbs 31, to watch over the household. And so God is calling you men to be thankful and honor her as she watches over your household. And that Proverbs 31 also said in verse 30, it says to praise her. It says, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. So for if no other reason... And maybe when it's hard, things are hard, and um, maybe when it's good. You just need to praise her, to give thanks to her, tell her she's being a good job, to be that encourager in her life. So ladies and men both, God loves all of you so much that he has a vision for you. He wants your hope to rise up, not be discouraged if you're not there yet. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for your family. And there is power when you do what he says in Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Your paths. That's you and your husband. You're not in this alone, ladies. Men, you're not in this alone. You're in this together with God and he's got your back. He is all you need today to walk this out. God wants to cast that vision even if you didn't have a great mom. You can start today. Not everybody does. Maybe you don't have good memories. Maybe you weren't the best mom in the past. But when you learn to fear the Lord, men and women, then it changes your life. It changes your family. And others are watching that, especially your children. So now, I know there's a few children and teenagers in here. Did you know that God's heart is for you and your family, for your mom and your dad? He has given a mother for you to, to love you and to teach you things. Proverbs 29, 15, this is for you. It says, the rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. That's kind of heavy, I know. But you know what? we got to be blunt with our kids. They need to know what this is about because you want blessings for them. God wants blessings for them. It is mother's God-given job to teach our children how to be and to do right. So my challenge, children, teenagers, is to you to love your mother so that you will not ever be ashamed. Bless your mother so that all will be well with you. Honor your mother so that your days will be long. 
And I think most of us know that's one of the Ten Commandments. Commandment number five out of Exodus 20. Honor your father and your mother so that your days will be long. If you want to live a long life, fear the Lord and honor your mother. Finally, I leave you with this today. Proverbs 23, 17 and 18 says, To be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. For surely there is a hereafter, and your hope will not be cut off. When we strive to be zealous for the Lord, God's plans are going to come into play. His perfect plan that he has for our life and for our children's. And you can pass this from generation to generation. My last little thing I wanted to share with you um, is when it says, be zealous for the Lord, for the fear of the Lord all the days of your life. I can think from generation. I remember going as a little girl. uh, Even my great-grandmother was the piano player at the church. And all her children were there. My grandmother was there. She played the accordion at church. And when I was a little girl, my mom taught me the words and to fear the Lord, the words of the Lord, as she sat at a piano, and I was sat next to her on a piano bench singing about Jesus. This is the strength. For many years, um, I taught my own children I used to play keyboard when I had more time. And for a lot of years, I played either the uh, piano or the keyboard for church. And our children were right there. We didn't leave them at home. It's like, you guys are coming. And I remember that we were at a church where we didn't have any drums. And so I had this little drum machine that was about, what, six inches long? (laughs) And uh, our daughter, Misha, got the first instrument. And she would sit on the front row, and she was probably... 12 years old or something, and people would look around because they'd hear the cymbals crashing and stuff, and she was doing it all with her fingers (laughs) as I played the piano. (laughs) And, uh, And later on, Mitch took over those drums because we didn't leave him out. And so Misha moved on, and I'm not a bass guitar player, and so we bought a CD for our children, and she learned how to play bass guitar, and uh, in her pathway, she has p- uh, played bass uh, for a group of, on several occasions, of over 5,000 women playing bass guitar, because we included her in our family, in this heritage that the Lord gave us, uh, and you know they all sing, that's a d- direct result of my husband, he was a worship leader at one time. But we didn't leave our children out. We didn't leave them at somebody's house. We brought them to the church, and we involved them into church. And I, um, I can say it's such a blessing to see that next generation and how the things that we do when we fear the Lord, what an effect it has on those kids. Just this past uh, couple of months, our daughter Michelle, who also sings, plays piano, and plays guitar also, they've been in Mexico ministering, and as they were going out, uh, their little six-year-old Hattie took some things of her own. She took a coloring book one day to give to the poor children there in Mexico. Another day, she took another toy 
in that, as a matter of fact, that coloring book was her favorite color book that she wanted to share with someone because she wanted them to know Jesus and the love of Jesus. That's what happens when we have the fear of the Lord in our life. It's passed from generation to generation. And today you may not have that heritage of the Lord that I have. You may not have the heritage of the Lord that my husband has. But you know what? It can start with you. It can start with you. You can overcome. There's a lot of good things um, about having the heritage of the Lord, and not everybody has that. I'll be honest. I have some, some dark things that I don't share a, uh, a lot about. There was a really good time when my uh, mother and father shared the fear of the Lord when I was a child. But there were also some years that uh, they decided not to fear the Lord. They made a choice to do that. And I'll be honest, I was left alone. But I had the word of God that my mom had planted seeds in my life. And God is faithful. When you choose to fear the Lord, he is faithful. He'll be faithful to you. He'll be faithful to your children. He'll be faithful in all things if you choose to fear the Lord. And so that's your choice even today. Even if you've got hurts. Even if you've got abandonment issues. Even if you have abuse. From maybe that mom that uh, wasn't perfect. I'll be honest, none of us are. But like that song Mitch sang this morning, Graves into Gardens. You've got to give that to the Lord. And then bury it. Bury that hurt. And I'm not talking about hide it and hold on to it. I'm talking about bury it underneath that ground and it is gone in the name of Jesus. I'm talking about not digging it back up. When mom does something else that isn't perfect. I'm talking about forgiveness today. I'm talking about the fear of the Lord because God asks us to walk in forgiveness and bury that, give it to God, bury it, and then walk in the fear of the Lord all the days of your life. And if I guarantee if you will choose to do that today, and even if you mess up tonight, choose to do it tomorrow. And God will bless you. He will bring blessings that will pursue you. <laughs> they will come after you because that's what he has promised to do. And so today, if you have any of that those kinds of things that you have not allowed the Lord to bring forgiveness into your life. I'm going to ask Mitch and the worship team to come on. If you have things that maybe uh, even yourself where you know that you've failed, because it's really hard to forgive ourselves for those things. Satan will just keep throwing them at us and telling us, you know, how bad we are and just lies of the devil. But you have to believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the Lord says, when you choose to fear him, the blessings will come after you. All those blessings, happiness, peace, the love of the Lord. And he will extend those blessings into your life. And so I just... Uh, you don't, I don't think have to come today. I think we've got some other things going. But you know what? If you will just, one of the things that we can uh, bless the Lord is, is through our worship. 
through our worship and the song that Mitch did, that Graves and Gardens, you know, that's a, cho a choice to worship God. Lift up your hands and give that to him. And I'm going to encourage you to do that today. Prayer team, would you come on down? If there's something that you need prayer about today, we would love to pray with you.